Hey everyone, Mr. Toast here. Just want to let you know you can watch the podcast and interact with other viewers live on twitch.tv slash convictedtoast. Enjoy the podcast. Alright everybody, welcome back to uh, Mixed Media with Mr. Rager and Mr. Toast. Uh, back with a little bit more Attack on Titan discussion tonight, talking about uh, the final season part one. Um, also, we see you in the chat there, Sam. Uh, we we delayed our start because Mike started dying at your comment. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty good. Oh right. man, this is a big one. Uh, full disclosure: we watched five episodes after this just because we couldn't help ourselves. It's so good, and um, it's gonna hard be hard to refrain. But yeah, we're gonna we, keep it to the first sixteen episodes. We were gonna do it, but uh, where we left off was a pretty big plot twist, and I kind of want to discuss it more after we've seen a little bit more of it. Yeah, it's cute. You think you're gonna get more? Um, <laughs> hey, <you. laughs> um, so basically, where this would end for us in season four, uh, part one is right after Above and Below, just for some context for the viewers out there. Um, which is basically where Aaron and Peak, uh, Peak are on the uh, the balcony area, and Aaron is like show me where the enemy is and peaks like right there <laughs> and it kind of ends right after that so um we got to start with mappa before we get into the episode so we got to talk about mappa and the new intro and pretty much i mean this is a completely different story than the first three seasons so oh, i kind of yeah. want to address that to to start off with i mean so how do you feel about mappa's animation takeover so I do enjoy the animation a lot more. Um, it makes it, I do believe that it makes it a lot easier for them to do the uh, like multiple Titans on screen, doing a lot of, you know, very quick actions. Um, like, and it looks really clean, especially in the first episode that we get to see it. Cause we get to see um, Reiner as the uh, armored Titan fighting a group of guys. And literally like, it looks so clean. Yeah, I agree. I'm a huge fan of the MAPPA animation, to be honest with you. I really like the takeover. And in that first episode, which we'll talk to a little bit more in depth, is so season three ends with an episode called uh, The Other Side of the Wall. And season four opens with an episode called The Other Side of the Sea, yeah. where we get a four-year time skip. And the perspective we start out with is not Aaron and his uh, his group. Uh, the scouts it's nobody in uh parody which we learned at the end of last season was the name of the island that they've been on this whole time we are now at marley and we see marley engaged in this war against the mid-east allied forces so they're fighting the middle east and um we see kind of how they use titans in battle uh my one of my favorite scenes in the entire series is from this battle how we kick it off and it's where um you have uh fucking Zeke. I couldn't remember his name. You have Zeke up on this giant Zeppelin. Yep. And all of the Titans are dropping down and he like clears the story. He's like, um, and then he just screams and you see them all shift in midair as they hit the ground, like literally kinetic bombardment with Titan bodies. Yeah. It's awesome. So cool. <laughs> Forgot my Hawaiian shirt. Be right back. <laughs> <laughs> it is Hawaiian shirt o'clock. Yep. 
um, for our audio listeners, love you to death. Uh, we are wearing Hawaiian shirts for this episode for no yeah. reason other than we wanted to wear Hawaiian shirts for this episode. Yeah. So if you have one uh, and you're available to go get one and put it on, uh, I suggest doing so. Yeah, just get in with the spirit, man. Join us. Yeah. Join the Hawaiian shirt club. Yeah, I mean, we're, it's almost uh, it's almost Halloween, so we got to celebrate the last drop of summer. <laughs> it's 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 like the Andrew Tate Club, except it's not a scam and fun. Yeah. Anyway, and people just make fun <laughs> of you for your fashion choices. <laughs> exactly. Um. So our first couple episodes, we get this view into Marley, and you start to kind of understand the dynamics that they have here. Very, very. We talked about this a little bit at the end of season three but there are a lot of Holocaust vibes. Yeah. And that's a weird thing to say. And it felt weird coming out of my mouth just now. I promise you, if you've seen the show, you know exactly what I mean. They literally have armbands. They separate them. They're treated as an entirely different race. They literally refer to them as devils. Yeah. Yeah, Devils and less sexist than Andrew Tate. Yes. (laughs) Oh yeah. Of course. Hawaiian shirt men are very respectful. Um, so um there is an exception to this rule as we find out in midnight train a family of eldians who we're gonna okay before i say that uh you're gonna be hearing us referring to a lot of things differently now that we have technical names for things eldians or anyone with the power to transform into titans parody is where most of the first three seasons of the series take place uh any other weird terms the coordinate I guess we could talk about the coordinate a little bit. Yeah, yes. um, not a whole lot because it kind of that kind of leads into um, part two. Yeah, but they do talk about the yeah, coordinate. It's a lot. mentioned the first time it's mentioned is in season two. Yes, so um, we know about the coordinate. Um, we know Aaron is the coordinate according to Zeke and Reiner. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of terms that are going to be thrown around, but uh, I digress. Back to my original point. Uh, we get to see the Tiber Noble family, and the Tiber family has the only other Titan besides the founder that we've only heard about at this point, not to be seen on screen, that being the Warhammer Titan. Yes. And they are a group of Eldians themselves. However, they have a lot of influence as they kind of wrote history in Marley. They fabricated a hero that, you know, the hero in the myths and legends defeated the Eldians and made King Fritz uh, do his vow against war, which we had talked about in the season three podcast that he had made this vow that basically anybody that has the founding Titan that has Royal blood cannot use its power to its potential because of this vow against violence and this vow against war, which will bring into our major plot point that we're going to get into in a few episodes. Yeah. Um, so we get these couple episodes, and it's mainly focused on Marley for a while. We get to see a lot of Zeke and Reiner. I love how they showcase Reiner's PTSD, and he's talking to his family, and it's just a really nice detail. Uh, so basically, he's he's um. Sorry, Sloppy Butcher's chat really distracted me. Mike, your super suit is out behind you. Yeah, that's for tomorrow. I got a big day tomorrow. Yeah. Um. So basically, um, they uh, I lost my train of thought. 
what was I saying? We were talking about uh, Reiner um, talking about like his PTSD, like his time on yeah. on the island. Yes, and I really like the detail because he he goes into this and he's like trying to come up with problems for each of these people. Yeah, and so I, I I really like it because they're kind of like they're talking. It's like, what was your time like on the island with like the devils and everything like? And he struggles to really even say anything actually bad about any of them. Exactly. He's like, uh, there's a girl that ate a potato, you know. Yeah, and <laughs> he's like, so when when the um when our like instructor uh caught her, she decided to offer half. And then she split it in half, and it wasn't even close to actually being half. <laughs> yeah, this whole, like, he goes through this whole thing just to try and, you know... Kind of justify and make way. them yeah. sound bad. So, um, we get a big flashback in episode three. We kind of, the first two episodes really are just establishing a lot of new characters. We get Gobby, um, we get Falco, and Peek and Galliard, we get to see a lot of new characters and what they do in Marley and kind of get to understand their backstory a little bit. Um, and then we get this backstory episode where Commander McGath sent Ani, Bertolt, and Marcel and Reiner on a mission to reclaim the Founding Titan. And we get to really see um, Marcel get devoured by Ymir. Yeah. yeah. And we get to see how Ani encountered kenny which is really cool um then reiner kind of like deciding to destroy wall rose and reiner's suicide attempt in that episode in the present and you're just like oh my god this poor guy and like he killed all these people but you're like man he was just a soldier it's the 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 fucking water gets so muddied in in this part because up until this point you know we've only seen um the people on the island we've only seen their experience and how like terrible it's been uh with all the titans attacking and you know having this revelation um come about with like there's we're on an island there's people across an ocean that hate us essentially and we getting to see the other side of it seeing like how these people live what's going on on, on their end um and it's it's so crazy because you know at the end of the day they're both just this they're both just people trying to live about their lives and um they're being like you know brainwashed essentially by um the the marleans that like the eldians are devils they're like everything that's happening to them is deserved even though you know you look at what's actually happening on the island and they're they just want peace they want to be free yeah it's it's just it's so complicated i love the theme for this season my war it it fits really well yeah so so we kind of get a little bit of a glimpse into falco and falco wants to become the candidate for the armored titan that way gobby does not have to inherit it yeah because he um you know he wants her to live a a full long life instead of having it cut short exactly which i don't know if we've if we've mentioned that or not but um anybody that inherits a titan um only lives for 13 years is that right yes they only live for 13 years and they have to pass it on or else it'll go to a random eldian yeah so then we uh we get to see a dude he's hanging out outside of this hospital and he admits to Falco that he's been faking his his trauma-induced amnesia. He's like, oh, I don't really want to go back home. And um, his name is Kruger. 
Yeah. And uh, Falco's like talking to him, and he's like, "Hey, can you mail these letters for me?" And uh, Falco's like, "Yeah, sure, Mister Kruger, sure thing." And then we get to see Mister Jaeger, who is Grisha's father. He comes up to him, and he's like, "Hey, could you stop talking to Falco?" Uh, and um, he like completely breaks down because of Faye's death. Uh, Faye was Grisha's wife, and we it's revealed that Kruger is Aaron four years later. Yeah. He's got long hair. He's uh, removed both of his legs to make himself look like he's... Um, like a war veteran. One of, yeah, like a war veteran. Yeah, it's his uh, we, left leg. Left leg, that's what it is. And then we get a post credit scene where Falco takes Reiner to a base and beyond the stage where Aaron is there. And... Uh, He's like, Aaron, it's been four years. And then we get the next episode, which Willie is planning this huge theatrical thing he wants to do. Um, he um, is talking about this hero that the fucking Tiber family made up, Helos. And he admits to everybody, the first honest politician in uh, world history, uh, that they made it up. Yeah. And that it was, in fact, King Fritz who was the hero. And uh, put that in quotations. Yeah, because there's no real heroes or villains here. No, that made the bow to uh, no war. And he said and King Fritz said that if anybody would attack the wall, they would release the rumbling. And um, it, it turns out that that's not even true it's more of a deterrent because the founding titan by itself can't release the rumbling so it was a complete fabrication because of that um that myth yeah uh or sorry that vow they they can't do that yeah so um the jaw and the war cart titan are uh peak and porco are sent down a trap door by this marlian soldier who we will get the name of later and um Willie's announcing that uh, there's a major uprising going on in parody. Uh, the founding Titan's been stolen by Eden, <laughs> and they have to they have to go and get it. And as he's talking to that, we cut back, and Aaron is talking to Reiner and Falco, and he explains that he real he kind of realized through his time there that parody and Marley are pretty alike. Yeah. Um, in that both sides are just people. Um, and then he looks at Reiner and he's like, uh you know we're we're the same and mm-hmm. reiner's like yeah, if you came here to do what you said you're going to do years ago it's aaron about to kill him and like make him suffer in the worst possible way he's like just do it and aaron's just kind of like oh i guess i said something like that yeah. weird weird how kids are yeah the uh and, <clears throat> uh i, I want to address what sam's saying here in chat the uh um that's what's compelling about the characters of AOT. Everyone is complicated uh, and neither hero nor villain. Not all good, not all bad. It makes the characters feel more real in a way. And I 100% agree with that. Um, I think it was towards the last couple episodes that we watched, Mike and I were like talking about how we love a story where um, it's not just here's the bad guys, here's the here's the good guys. This is like how it unfolds. Um, we're talking about how like you can make a story where... Uh, like you don't have a hero or a villain they both have their own perspective and uh you know you kind of decide who you think is right who do you who do you think the enemy is yeah um so 
Aaron is having this discussion. Reiner's just kind of breaking down. He's like, just kill me. And uh, Aaron transforms into the Attack Titan, bursts out of the basement just as Willie is declaring war, grabs Willie Tiber, throws him up into the air. We cut to black. We open on the Warhammer Titan, and there's a flash. That's the next episode, uh, the Warhammer Titan. And there's this little bit of a flashback where Willie is talking to Commander McGath, and they're like, we're probably going to get attacked here. And he's like, yeah, probably. And um, it's revealed that Willie Tiber, who was believed to be the holder of the Warhammer, was not the holder of the Warhammer. Yep. It was, in fact, his sister, Laura Tiber. Um, and this is one of the coolest fights in anime history. The Warhammer Titan is in the middle of transforming. And Eren just fucking sucker punches it right in the face and just starts beating it. Like, you get all these anime fights where you wait for the other person to just power up. Goku, why are you still you screaming? Punch. Yeah, they're sitting there, standing there, and, you know, Freeze is getting his final form, and Goku's still powering up. Attack on Titan, uh, they waste no fucking time at all. Eren just starts absolutely pummeling the shit out of him. Are out of her, sorry, and uh, oh, it's such a good fight. It is such a good fight. Just a quick moment here. Um, thank you, Sloppy Butcher, for the uh, tier one sub gifted to Sam. We really appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. It was awesome. That is that is very helpful. Um, helps keep us going. So appreciate you. Um, so they they have this big fight. Um, and it's uh the Warhammer is about to kill Aaron and. Mikasa arrives and attacks the Warhammer's Nape with Thunder Spears. It's not very effective, um, but you see the damage that Eren has caused by doing this. He's killed hundreds of people. And um, they're like, Mikasa's like, Eren, what did you do? And um, he's like, uh, I'm either going to die here or I'm going to get the Warhammer Titan here. And there is no in between. Yeah. So um, he's trying to figure out how to kill this fucking thing, and he realizes the uh, the um, nape is under the stage. Yeah. It's connected by this long white cord. Yeah, we see it and... running down the the uh, right leg of the Warhammer Titan, and it's like going underground. Yes, and then um, he breaks the jaw Titan's fucking jaw joint, and he puts the Warhammer Titan's fucking crystallized form in there and just squeezes down until it breaks through it and he drinks it and gets the power of yet another Titan. Now Eren is holding three. He has the Founder, the Attack, and the Warhammer. And the full assault on Marley begins. Um, the Survey Corps are there. There's a shit ton of them. Levi's there. Uh, a character that we didn't get to see a lot of until then. And he becomes really big this season. Uh, fuck, what's his name? I was just hyping him up so much and I forgot his name. Uh, which character are you referring to? Um, the only one that survived Ervin's um, oh, attack. Oh, uh, yeah. Lock. Yeah. There you go. And um, we get to see him and the new scouts. So the Titans are all there. Um, Zeke appears and... Um, Basically, um, they're all kind of distracted, and they're like, don't worry, we've planned for this attack. Over on the Navy, 
we got three boats coming in with 300,000 men and they're going to be here and they're going to help us with this fight. And little do we know, Armin is in a little dinghy yep. and he transforms into the colossal Titan and wipes out nearly 300,000 people in an instant. Yeah. And we get this fantastic scene right after where we see him walking as the colossal Titan and then we see, you know, the nape open up. He and he stands out, and he says, "Is this what it looked like, Baratolt?" You know, when Baratolt crashed into the wall, and it's it really is. It's literally just para, like paralleling their attack. When Reiner and Baratolt attacked, they wiped out hundreds of thousands of members of Parody, and now they're attacking Marley and wiping out hundreds of thousands of Marleyans. Yeah, and um, so Levi goes, and it seems like he defeated the beast. He goes through it and the beast is just nothing left. Yeah. Um, they manage to disable the other two Titans. Um, Reiner's kind of trapped under there, but they're Gobby and Falco are like, Reiner, Reiner, we need you to fight. So he like emerges and it's a very brief battle, probably the quickest battle between Reiner and Aaron in the series. He absolutely just fucks Reiner up so bad. Yeah. Reiner was so injured. He couldn't, transform fully and Aaron just fucks him up so bad um and uh then we get Keegan's favorite episode no, I'm kidding <laughs> uh, we get one of the hardest episodes of the series with Assassin's Bullet and it only gets harder as the season goes on yeah this one's a rough one um I want to say that I do not advocate for harassing voice actors for decisions made in writing. Yeah. I want to say that because a lot of people um, went after Gabby's voice actress in both the dub and the sub Yeah, for um, a scene that plays out in Assassin's Bullet, which I think is a really good scene um, personally. And I like the death, but a lot it's, of it's something to address is like whenever uh, a writer uh, you know, makes a decision to, you know, um, like anytime a writer makes a decision, if you even target the actor or the voice actor that, uh, that goes over it, don't like, there's no reason to do that. Don't attack them. Don't do anything like that. And that goes for anything that goes for the last of us. Just don't be a shitty fucking person. If you don't like the writing decision, you don't like the writing decision and don't even go after the writers. It's their story. You want to write it, go get a job and write it. Like, yeah. Yeah, you having some they camera issues there? Story. Yeah. Okay. Be back on now. There we there go. Goes. Sorry um, about that. No, it's it's good. So basically, um, Levi and Hanji arrest Aaron, yeah. like on the spot. They're like, "You motherfucker! Why did you do that?" And it's revealed this whole plan was Aaron's, but not just Aaron's. We'll get a reveal in a minute. So, uh, Gabby sneaks aboard the airship with a sniper rifle, and she, uh, fatally shoots Sasha, killing her. And, God, do they beat the fuck out of Gabby and Tom. Oh, yeah. And then Armin and them come out, and they're like, what are you doing? They're just kids. They're yeah. literally children. And, um, the door swings open. And you see Aaron, and next to Aaron, right over on the other side, is Zeke. Yep, with uh, all of and his he... limbs removed. 
Yeah, we get this really funny moment that kind of breaks the tension where uh, Levi comes up to him and he's like calling him hairball and shit and giving him this death glare because he fucking hates the Beast as we discussed in season three. We also get a... It's an iconic line at this point from Zeke. Yeah, yeah. Zeke looks at him. He goes, "Hey, Levi, don't glare at me like that. What if I piss my pants?" Such <laughs> a good line. Yeah, and um, it, good. It's uh, bleeding into like with Sasha and everything. Like all the we have the discussion going on with Zeke and Aaron and everything, and then when they finally come up and they're like, uh, "Sasha's been hit," and uh, like every they're like my god what's going on and um when they they're finally like she's not gonna make it like she's gone uh we get this scene where we this is the part where you like you you've been watching and you're like aaron's different something's different and then in this moment after they tell him that uh sasha's dead he laughs to himself and it's that's the moment when you're like something's not right to you're like okay something's really off why do you think he laughed? Because I have a theory on this. I honestly, I don't know. Uh, I think maybe it was shock. I don't know. I think it was a combination. I don't think there was any ill intent behind no, it. No, I don't think so either. I think it was a combination of shock and just like the utter disbelief that he lost one of his core people that yeah. he's been friends with since the start. And he's just kind of laughing at it, especially because her last word was neat. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and like, did she have any last words? And um, who is it that says it? Is it Connie? Connie? Connie's like, she said, meat. Yeah, and uh, Aaron starts laughing. I think it's a shock thing, and I think it's also just the absurdity of it. Yeah, and to them, like, I get being upset, but they killed like five hundred thousand people, and they lost like four. In that entire battle, yeah. they lost like no one. Yeah. It was a huge attack. Um, so we find out that it was both Zeke and Aaron's plan together, and that a bunch of the people they have a Zeppelin that they escaped in. We didn't mention that. Yeah, and they got it from Yelena and Onion Compone, and Yelena is the girl that pushed um the jaw and cart Titan down into a well. And um, it's revealed that there are a bunch of Marleans helping them because in order to use the Founding Titan, Zeke and Aaron need to connect together yeah. and they need to touch. Because so, Zeke has the, the royal blood where Aaron does not, but Aaron yes. still controls the um, the Founding Titan. Yes. Um, so Brave Volunteers kind of reveals... The next two episodes, um, I don't know how much we can even really... There's not much to talk about. It's just kind of this... Yeah, so we're... Flashback. We get the, the huge opening with, like, the, the attack on uh, Marley and everything. And then from here, it's a bit of a slow burn until we get into part two. Yes. So there's a couple episodes where we kind of just get to see why these people are helping them. Um and like how it started and we get to see pix's uh, commander pix's relationship with the volunteers um armin's talking to a crystallized ani um and he's talking that about like how i didn't have a choice and neither did you um gabby and falco are imprisoned uh aaron kind of like 
cleans himself up a little bit. Yeah, because he, he, he had a little stubble going on, like a little mustache and uh, like goatee combo. We get this other moment that you were talking about with Aaron kind of changing when he's talking to Hanji. Yeah. Where he threatens her. And he's like, you know, I have the Warhammer now. I could just do anything I want and get the hell out of this cell. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm choosing to let you keep me. I'm choosing that. Which, in a couple episodes, we learn why he was staying captive. Yeah. So, um, oh, was he, were you going to say something? Oh, uh, no. Um, I yawned. But um, I do also want to mention, um, since we were talking about that, like, before Hanji shows up and, like, he threatens her, like, he's staring in the mirror, just repeating to himself, fight, fight. And then Hanji's just looking at him. She's like, you're talking to yourself in the mirror. You're just saying fight, fight over again. Uh, what's going on with that? Yeah, she's like, you're, you're sitting there going, Tatakai, Tatakai. Mm-hmm. What's up with that? Like, you talk to yourself? Um. So, basically, a lot of Aaron's friends are kind of losing faith in him at this point. They're like, he's kind of lost all sympathy and humanity here. Armin is talking uh, with Mika, so he's like, we need to get Aaron um, with me and you. We need to talk to him about this. Um, a lot of people in the military are talking about having Aaron eaten by someone more trustworthy. Yeah. And um, we get the next episode, Deceiver, where Gabby um, kills the prison guard and escapes with Falco into the wilderness. They are taken back in with Kaya, who, as we talked about in season two, uh, she was the girl that watched her mother's arm get eaten. And well, watched her mom get eaten yeah. entirely. It was her leg, was, but yeah, she was still like, being like, eaten alive the entire yes. time. Yes, and... Um, they, she was taken in by Sasha's family, and then they take Gabi in, too, Gaba and Falco. And um, they are like, let's go to this dinner. It's run by a Marleyan. Uh, they can help you, you know, escape. Um, and then we get this post credit scene where the Marleyan military is kind of like, hey, um, Zeke faked his death. And McGath is like, okay, in six months' time, we're going to launch a global offensive against parody. And Reiner's like, I know the fuck we aren't. He's like, I know Zeke. They're they expect a six month thing. We need to attack now. Yeah. Uh, and then we open into guides, which Armin is still kind of seems like he has some types of feelings for uh, Ani in a way, which is interesting. He's spending a lot of time around her, and he didn't start doing that until he received Bertolt's Titan. So right. it's kind of interesting just kind of how that kind of thing happens. Yeah. Um, so uh, Mikasa and Armin go to the premier Zachary, and this is where things start to heat up again. Oh, yeah. Uh, Zachary's like, um, no, I'm pretty sure Aaron is fucking around. I don't want you to talk to him right now. He's being manipulated by Zeke. They leave his office, and a fucking bomb goes off and yep. kills premier Zachary. Um, and we see all these protesters and all this political turmoil happening, which was Aaron's plan. By remaining captured, he got an army of loyal followers, which the military designates Jaegerists. And uh, Falco, or sorry, Falco, Jesus, Falak and the other allies break him out. Yep. He's seen with them. He's like, where's Zeke? Um, so we kind of see where Zeke's at. He's in the, the woods with Levi, and he's kind of chilling out there. Um, and 
uh, the Browse family, along with uh, Gabby and Falco, they go to the restaurant where the Marlene works, Niccolo, who was a man that is revealed to um, have been in love with Sasha. She kind of inspired him to become a chef. Um, and we get to see that Peak is already in the walls and the attack is about to begin. Right. Uh, and it's, um, up to this point, like, it's so, like, we get that slow burn, um, and then, like, like you said, like, as soon as, like, you see the, the group of scouts go into, uh, um, Zachary's office and then just a explosion goes off, you're like, okay, we're, we're back in this, something's going on. Yep. And, and then, we get this, oh, good. Uh, and then, like, the announcement, like, hey, Aaron's not in the cell anymore, he's gone. And we get this this scene where we you know, we just see him walking up the hill, and it's like, oh, he's by himself. And he gets to the top, and you see all of the people that are supporting him, and it's just, oh, oh no. Yeah. So then we get this scene at the beginning of the next episode of Zeke kind of explaining to Levi how it worked, that he used the the spinal fluid, his own spinal fluid, in a gaseous form. He said it paralyzed him. He turned him into Titans, which we find out it was a lie. Um, they keep foreshadowing this bottle of wine. Yeah, and uh, the, you, we keep that... seeing people just drinking this wine, and we don't really get any context to it. But like, it's something kind of subtle to start with, where you like you see them pouring the wine and drinking and everything, and then it just goes about it. It doesn't draw any attention. Yes. Um. So we uh, there's this incident that happens at the restaurant when uh, it's revealed that. Uh, uh, Gabby's the one that killed Sasha and Niccolo wants to kill him he uh, gives the knife to Mr. Browse Mr. Browse is like there, we, we can't kill her like that's not that's not how this works it kind of calms everybody down except for Kaya who as we had spoken about just a few minutes ago her mother was saved by Sasha or she was her mother wasn't saved by Sasha she was uh, her mother was avenged by Sasha and uh, she wants to kill Gabby they're furious, and Niccolo breaks the tension. He's like, listen, um, you need to rinse Falco's mouth out. He got wine in it. It's tainted with Zeke's spinal fluid. And he's like, the, the wine came from Elena's scout ship. It was served to all of the high government officials in parody. Yep. Um, Levi gets word of Zachary's death, and he's like, he's kind of like, man, what the fuck? The Jaegerists then raid the restaurant and hold everyone at gunpoint. Uh, Flock is demanding Zeke's location from Hanji. And Flock, we get this huge reveal that Flock knew that the wine was tainted and yeah. served the government officials. And it's fucked. Oh, yeah. Um, so um, Aaron comes in. We're, uh, Mikasa, Armin, and Gabby are in this room. And he shows his hand, and he's got a cut on it showing he can transform whenever he wants. Yeah, we he also... Goes, hey, <clears throat> just a quick moment, like, because uh, it's... Um... It has this great line where Gabby's like talking about how she like she's like sitting at the table and she's like you don't want to kill me like even though I killed your friend whatever and Armin's like kill this kill that you sound just like somebody else I know and right after he says that that's when you see Aaron walk in with the cut on his hand yep um Aaron kind of like tells them I'm acting on my own free will each titan is affected by the memories of its previous owner He's like, you're being manipulated by Bertolt's memories. And then he tells Mikasa, you're literally being manipulated by your Ackerman bloodline. 
Um, you literally can't do anything of your own free will. You're no more than a slave. I hate you. And Armin attacks him, and Mikasa literally fucking stops him. And you're like, oh my god, he, he literally, she literally has no choice in that. Yeah. Um, and then they get into a fight, and Aaron's like, do you know why we never fought Armin? Because that fight wouldn't be fair, and just beats the fucking shit out of him. Mm-hmm. Um, Hanji is taken to Shinganshina by the Jaegerists, and that's where Aaron had planned to rejoin Zeke. Um, Levi plans to have Zeke eaten by a Jaegerist uh, to prevent Aaron from using the Founding Titan. Um, Zeke just fucking takes off running from the camp and screams. And we see all of the people in the forest, all of the men that Levi had brought with him, turn into Titans. And it was revealed that they drank the wine. Yep. Um, it's also it's a bit of like a comedic moment for half a second because oh, we see running like, away. We see like Levi's like thinking and uh, he's like uh, you know thinking to himself, and then he turns around. And he's like, "I'm going to take care of this now." And he turns around. <laughs> you just see Zeke just running away <laughs> really slow. <laughs> um, and then we get to see a really fucked moment. Uh, Flock uh, is like recruiting new scouts. And he tells them, beat the shit out of command, uh, Commandant Keith uh, Sadies, who is the guy that trained them at the beginning. And, of course, they do. Uh, he's like, out with the old and with the new. Yep. And um, Zeke's heavily injured, and he has a thunder spear impaled in his stomach tied to a detonator around his neck. Um, and we get this flashback episode with Zeke, which, oh, my God, it makes him very sympathetic. This episode is incredible. Um, it's just Zeke living in Marley and having like nobody in his life that loves him or respects him. His Grisha and his mother just want him to be the downfall of Marley or Marley and his grandparents just want him to be the pride of Marley. And he really has no one to lean on. He's just by himself until he meets the then current owner of the beast Titan, um, it's it's fucked and it's um he's like um the guy's name is zaver and zaver tells zeke he's like listen um you're gonna die because your uh your family is restorationists yeah they're gonna kill you like if they find that out you need to turn them in and i'll offer my beast to you and um they have this heart to heart before that and um Zeke says, I wish I was never born at all. And that's where Zeke's idea... Zeke wants the founding Titan so he can euthanize all Eldians and end their suffering that way. And that way, you know, their suffering would end within 100 years because there would be none of them left. And no no Eldians would be born again. There would be no more suffering by Eldian people because they just wouldn't exist and then he wants Aaron to do a small scale rumbling just on Marley. Um really great moment when Zeke um inherits the Beast Titan. Um we see when he hooks up with Reiner and Bertolt on parody, he learns that Aaron Jaeger possessed the founder. He's like, Jaeger. He's like, it's it's Grisha. And he's like, I need to rescue him. And he has this like deep love for Aaron as yeah. as a brother. And Aaron's like, oh, yeah, yeah, euthanization sounds great. Um, and uh, 
the episode ends with Zeke just igniting the thunder spear and him and Levi are both caught in the explosion. Yeah. Um, which brings us to the last episode of this part above and below. This one is just a really big buildup episode. Um, Zeke is gravely injured. He's like recovering. Levi is also gravely injured. Yelena and the volunteers have Pixis and other military members rounded up and they tie these bands on them for which ones are going to turn into yep. Titans and which ones are willing to help them. Um, so Yelena explains to Armin, Mikasa and the rest that the plan is for a widespread sterilization. And they're like, what would Aaron really go with that? Um, and then they will use the rumbling to prevent interference from other nations. Um, Aaron meets Gabi and he's like, you're going to cooperate with me. And peak is there as well. And she's like, Oh yeah, yeah. I'll join the, I'll join the Jaegerists. Like, yeah, she's like, I don't have any choice. You, you got me. You, hands are tied. Yep. And then, uh, peaks ruse is revealed almost instantly. The jaw Titan comes out, almost eats Aaron. He transforms to the attack Titan. There's Marley and airships flying overhead. Peak is like the real enemy is right there. And, um, McGath orders his men to get revenge for Liberio, and Aaron prepares to face Reiner again. And that is where we end off on season four, part one. Yeah, and it's a, a huge, like, uh, twist for us to end off on, or uh, not really a twist, but you know, big cliffhanger. Um, and that cliffhanger only gets bigger. <laughs> yeah, the next few episodes are insane. <laughs> Because, like, it's been, it was, like, a bit of a slow build, and then we got a little bit more here, here, and here, and then we finally get to the point where it's, like, enemies right there, pointing, pointing right at them. And uh, then we, like, everything just starts to go off. And it's, like, after this episode, once you get into part two, it is wild. Yeah. Yeah, part two is really good stuff. So is part one. Part yeah. one is, it is a great build-up to... Yeah for what's to come next so keegan what do you uh what are your thoughts on season four part one overall it's very solid um i don't think it quite breaks the uh second half of season three for me but it is very good um like the especially like the way that we started uh, i love the way it starts and like I said, it does slow down a little bit there in the middle, but it's all for buildup, which we are seeing the payoff of now in part two, um, as we've watched a couple episodes. Yeah. Well, uh, so I got to ask, what would you give it out of 10? Uh, probably a nine. Nine. Yeah. It's pretty solid. I think, I think my whole rating for the show overall will be like a nine, like an eight, uh, eight to a 10 in that range. We'll see. But, um, like as it's stacking up each season, it just keeps getting better. Yeah, when we get through the other episodes and yeah, season four, part two, and the final chapters itself, it'll uh, I feel like it'll teeter more towards a ten. There yeah. are some really, really, really awesome stuff. It's absolutely wild though because it's it's been every single um uh like every single episode uh or each season it just it keeps building and building but we finally get to the point where you know after the end of season three there are no more mysteries we have like all of the reasons why everything happens in this world and exists 
is explained and now we just get to see it develop from there kind of to a degree yeah there are there, there's a there few are questions. a couple more questions yeah. that get fully resolved in part two yeah. and after the first few episodes of part two they are fully resolved yep all right I figured this episode was going to be a little shorter, but I mean, 50, just shy of 50 minutes. It's not too bad. Yeah, we're about 44 and a half minutes, maybe. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about for season four, part one? Um, trying to think if there's anything we may have missed, but I'm coming up pretty much blank in the moment. So, yeah, I, I think we covered with this is the most like in depth I think we've gotten with one of the seasons. Yeah, I think it's because we did, uh, we shortened ourselves a little bit. Uh, we've had yeah. the we've had a chance to really talk about it. Like season one, part one, we did uh, we did lesser like fewer episodes, but we still like that's just the introduction to all these characters, the plot, everything. Here we've got a lot of stuff explained, and we get to talk in a lot more in depth with it. Whereas like with um, the last couple, we were doing like entirety of this season, entirety of this season, part two, like the uh, but here we've like we were able to slow down a little bit and really. Um, talk about some hard-hitting stuff for the show. Yeah, I I agree. I I completely agree with you. Um, we have another episode coming out Sunday. Yep. I'm not 100 percent sure what the topic is going to be for that, but we'll have it figured out by Sunday. Yeah, we're are we still kind of fifty-fifty on the topic there? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Um. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what what comes up. Um, oh no, no, we do have a topic. Okay. It's our first Halloween one. Because okay. October first, yeah, yeah, we got a Halloween related thing. Gotcha. So we're gonna figure out what we're gonna do for a Halloween episode. Yes, sir. Yes, we're we got to figure out what we're gonna do for our first Halloween episode. Um, I think that's about it for this one. Yep. So um, let's uh let's let's go ahead and wrap it up here. I guess. So, if you haven't already, join the Discord. It's where the schedule's posted. Uh, sometimes I get it wrong because I didn't post that we were doing a podcast on Sunday this time. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, but yeah, join the Discord. Join, uh, uh, follow me on Twitter. Um, that's where I post everything. Follow the YouTube channel if you don't already. Subscribe. Um, like and comment on there if that's where you're listening. Let us know what you thought of the podcast. Give us your opinion. We want to. We want to hear from you. So give us some feedback. Um, download on Spotify. Uh, we've been seeing a little bit of download content on Spotify and we appreciate seeing that, especially a quick call out to the two people in England and the one guy in Belgium. We see you guys. <laughs> yes. Yes. If you're still listening, we love you. Keep listening. We, we saw that on our, uh, Spotify statistics. Yep. But, uh, that is pretty much all we got for you. Um, I haven't decided yet or not. I'm going to edit this episode and have it ready to post before I go to bed. I might stream after that. We'll see. Very cool. Thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, I can't wait to see you in the next one for our first Halloween episode. Halloween's my favorite time of year. These podcasts through October are going to be great. And uh, that's, that's about it. Have a good night, everybody. Take care, everybody. We love you.